rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. All right, guys, how's it going? Besides, everyone's on the brink, on the brink of sanity, on the brink of death. Death. What? Ugh. I was just thinking of death. <laughs> and it pissed me off. No, you know what I was thinking? I said the word death, and in my mind, I heard Twitler saying, there's death. Oh, we hate death. There's going to be death, though. There's a lot of death. What the fuck does he know about death? Ugh. The only good thing about death is that it comes to us all. And I hope it gets to him first. The filthy, disgusting con man. What did we do? You know, this is our karma coming back to bite us in the ass. The American experiment? What, what is the American experiment? It's the experiment in liberal democracy. It is the crazy progressive notion that you don't need a king and an aristocracy. It's a radical progressive idea. And, you know, the, uh, it's not what the Republicans tell us it is. I was just also thinking about these disgusting fake Christians who, and one in particular, what this, you know, all these effing Republicans, a particular Republican, what is his name? Um, GOP lawmaker, Nino Vitale, says he doesn't wear a mask, a face mask, because he is obscuring the likeness of God. This is who we are talking about, who we're dealing with. So we, in order to have a functioning society, we have to be able to look at ourselves. And when I, I, I think, what have we done to deserve this? We, and I don't mean just covering our faces, literally look at ourselves. I mean metaphorically. Look at what we are. What have we become? Is this a functioning society? I don't think so. We are run by imbeciles who have absolutely no business being anywhere near the halls of power. And I think, what did we do to deserve this? It's because we have never actually had the courage to face exactly who we are. What we have, what this country the, the, was founded on, the high ideals, yet juxtaposed with um, the, the harsh reality of our utter and blatant hypocrisy. And if we ever are going to live up to our founding ideals, then we need to really confront our racist-ass history and yeah, be able to move on together, all of us together. But that's the outcome that the Republicans want the least. So here we are in the middle of a pandemic that nothing says, screams uselessness, how, just how useless the Republican Party really are is uh, nothing screams how useless they are um, like a pandemic, like an actual crisis. 
You don't want Republicans on a good day. You certainly don't want them when they actually need to function. This is a whole party of monsters. They're, they're greedy ghouls, greed-centered ghouls who ride the coattails of decent people and decency. They pretend they're decent. They adopt the ideals that decent people have because they know that in our hearts, humanity is decent for the most part. We want to run a a decent society. We know what it looks like to have a fair and equitable society. So everything that they do is is the, the antithesis of decency. So that's why they need to continuously bamboozle you. And as P.T. Barnum said, there's a sucker born every minute. And Trumpanzies are living proof. And what the hell did we do to deserve this? I'm at the end of my rope. I don't know. We, yeah, we need to confront our racist ass history. A lot of us are capable of doing that. We have the majority. Now, let's remember that Twitler received fewer votes. So the majority of this country is capable of functioning in a democratic society, and we're capable of having the important conversations that we need in order to move forward together. But we have to decide what kind of country we actually want. Do we want a country that works for the 1% and that alone? Or do we want one that works for all? Or do we want one that just has the appearance of democracy? Either way you slice it, you know, I don't give the Democrats a pass on this either. They're in bed with the big moneyed interest as well. And here we are. Except the Republicans are completely shameless. You know, for all of the fault of the Democratic Party, they would never put a Twitler in their, as their standard bearer. You could criticize the Democrats all day, and I do. And they deserve it. But you know that a filthy, disgusting, greedy, twitler, con man would never, would never be proposed as the Democratic Party standard bearer and much less win. At least you could say that about the Democratic Party. So today, I know I'm, I am, I'm heated today. I'm sick of it. I'm watching the slow motion murder of my fellow Americans. And maybe it'll be me. Maybe it'll be you next. The virus does not discriminate. Unfortunately, a lot of decent people are going to get sick. Unlike, not just, uh, uh, unfortunately, it won't just be Trump and Z's. Just like we all pay. We all feel the sting of the lash of them, of them having to endure them. There's the useful idiots in this whole fucking uh, whatever tableau of uh, nightmares, of all my nightmares come to fruition. How did I get here? How did I, I, I was so annoyed today. Sorry, my chair. Thinking of my grandmother, I was cursing her from beyond the grave. I was like, listen, granny. If you're, if you're fucking flying around here haunting 
up in this bitch? Why? Why did you come here? Why did you get on that goddamn boat? We could have been we could have stayed in Ireland and I would have been standing and watching from afar this farce unfold. How stupid. What do you expect? How stupid do you does a country have to be to put a Donald Trump in power despite receiving fewer votes? And then how stupid does a country have to be to allow it to continue in the middle of a crisis? I can't believe what I watch half the time. It's an entire, um, it, uh, I don't know, I guess we're, it's a mass his, hypnosis going on. I just saw a, a interview, because Trump is out there. He wants us to go die. You see what's going on. That's the next step in the plan. Go die. Don't tell me the fucking computer is frozen now. Wonderful, wonderful. This is all I need. In the middle of me getting annoyed at everything. A frozen computer. Why? Why is this happening again? Fucking shit. Of course. Let me see. Let me shut some things down and see if it comes back. Ecamm is frozen. Great. This is going to be good. I might have to start the show over. Wonderful. Don't you love when that happens? All right. Well, fuck this. I'm pissed. Um, yeah, I use a program called Ecamm. If you were watching the earlier show, it crapped out. I tried to play a video. It just went to uh, the beach ball, and I was frozen. The computer is less than a year old. It should it has over 64 gigs of RAM on it. It plays um, video editing programs all day. Um, yeah, there's no reason why this should be happening. Um, Ecamm, I have no idea what the problem is. I'm asking if you or any of the viewers or listeners know any other programs that's not built into the computer. Do you know what I mean? I mean, into the internet. I would like uh, a program. I'm not sure which program to use. That's all. I need a program to that plays video, that plays audio, that I could live stream with, that can connect to the restream. This eCam is not cutting it. All right? So I'm unable to... Um, play any videos right now. So if I go to a video, it's going to freeze again. Whether it be, I have no fucking idea. I'm so pissed off. I'm in the middle of trying to get everything online. I restarted the computer a few times, and usually that does the trick, but it didn't. And I sent Ecamm a kind of annoyed letter that they fucked my program for the last time, and uh, there is absolutely no reason why. I mean, I pay I pay a subscription for this for this piece of shit. So, yeah, um, I need a new program. All right. In the meantime, we're not gonna be able to play any videos, which I yeah, wasted my time 
Right? Thanks, Ecamm. All day. And now the light's out. Let's put the light on. And this is the way it goes, a terror buster. And that's why I asked to become a patron. You think that um, they're having problems like this over at Breitbart? What do you think? This is the problem. This is what we're up against. Fucking liberal media. This is what you get, kids. And no wonder. This is why. The, the fucking 70,000 Americans are dead right now. You don't think it's related? Of course it is. I'm talking about the we don't have a platform. And the platforms that we have, it's uh, put together by bubble gum and uh, our well wishes. And that ain't good enough, guys. It's just not good enough. And thank you, Jim, for your super chat. I'm so pissed. I mean, really, it's just, it's, it's the fucking Ecamm. It's not just tech. Everything else is working. Ecamm, something, I don't know. I updated the operating system on my computer. And Tara Jr., I can't right now, really. Oh, come on. I really can't deal with him, too. And maybe it's not compatible anymore. But... It's ridiculous, and you know what I mean? It's kind of annoying that you go about your life thinking that you have a functioning program that you're paying an effing subscription for that works, right? That you want to do a show, and then people are in the fucking chat room, and they're watching the show, and in the middle of the show, the fucking stupid ecam can't do the basic thing it's supposed to be able to do. Right? Am I asking too much? Fucking ridiculous. I'm, I'm so pissed off. I, I'm just at my last... I'm at my wit's end. Every little thing. That's what it is. And this isn't really a little thing because this is the show. It's not a little thing. It matters. And it doesn't just matter for me. It matters that we have a voice and a platform because what we're up against. Because we have the entire system against us. For Christ's sakes. Yes, it should do what it claims without all the constant problems. Well, it's not constant problems. I'm exaggerating. It's problems. Constantly. How's that? And I'm annoyed. Just play the goddamn... It's not asking for... I guess it would be worse if it wasn't playing at all. But not... Uh, it should be able to play videos. That's what it does. You should say, hey, let's go to the videotape. Without it freezing up in the middle of my face looking like something is twisted. And now I got to go figure out a new program. What new? Now I got to spend my fucking time going and learning a new program. Which is going to be annoying. All the kinks in that. But if it, if it works, I have to find a program that works. I, that can't, I, it has to be 
in, in, invisible. You know what I mean? It has to just do its thing while we do our thing here. I don't want to have to worry about it. Think about it. Have freezing freeze frames of my face, like looking, staring back at me. No, no, thank you. I want. Uh, this is what we're up against, though. This is what I'm talking about, and that's why I say, please become a patron because you know what? I don't need to deal with this shit. I'm exhausted. There are people that get that they know a lot more than me. That could do it, maybe. Wouldn't that be nice? And then I could just worry about Tara Jr. Jr. I don't know. Just prepare. So I spent a whole goddamn day preparing for the show. It's, it, but life is being prepared for the show. That's what it is. Just living life is being prepared. Tara, all right, get down. Get down. You see? I'm at, I'm at my wit's end. And I don't need the cat on my lap trying to get comfortable. He can't pick a spot. Go lay down. I don't mean to yell at him. I love him. But, you know, you always hurt the ones you love, I guess. He's all right. He'll be fine. He's He loves me. Anyway. So, yeah. Um, I'm just aggravated. I guess we can find the videos off the Internet. Maybe I, Hopefully I can play them off the Internet. Let's see. I guess you could see that. That's my screen, what I'm looking at right now. And all right, so one of the things I wanted to talk about, um, well, here's fucking, I guess I have to find this goddamn video now, because what's really bothering me, besides everything else, is the fact that uh, here in the United States of Serfs and Lords, where we have the most cases of the goddamn coronavirus and it's only going up here in New York it's going down it's plateauing it's now going down that's because people are following the social distancing rules we're trying because we're not fucking monsters here we're not morons either we're capable of functioning in a free democratic society and I'm honestly let me tell you I'm sick of the goddamn applause. Keep your applause. Save it. As my father used to say, put it in an envelope. You, you know, oh, I was going to play that video. I fucking can't, though. Um, that, that, that video, that promo I see all the time on MSNBC of the slow clap. Have you seen it? It starts out a little... You know, it's like a joke, you know. <laughs> no, it's not a joke, but you know how the slips suddenly. It's just a little applause. They show a worker, somebody in a protective gear, a nurse. And then it's like, <sighs> hooray. Shut the fuck up. Honestly, the pandering. You don't have to applaud somebody it's um if you were actually validating uh them with living wages retirement security you only have to applaud them they're they're only the heroes when you're you're making up for something that's obviously lacking you don't have to 
pay and and constantly pat somebody on the back. You don't have to continuously pay compliments to people for just doing their job when you're paying them adequately and treating them with the dignity and respect your applause is supposed to make up for. Oh, fucking thank you. So thank you, my lord. Thank you, my lady. Give it a break. Applaud? There's nothing more pandering. And it's, uh, it's really, what's her name? Um, Nicole Wallace said she made, um, she went out to go and say hello to her, her, her postman or whatever. Oh, well, thank you, milady. I'm sure he was, uh, he was graced by your benevolent, uh, touch by how, uh, how truly gracious you are, milady. To the we the sheeple that you never, that you look past. We're so essential. There's such essential workers happening up in this bitch that the United States working class, that the middle class is below 50% of the population. I'm sorry, I've not heard that statistic on any other show except this show. And I, I hit it home constantly trying to remind everybody because that's really the context that we're living in. Anything more or less, the, anything that doesn't address that is nothing but uh, an insult. Oh, it's like, thank you. Oh, how gracious of you. When one third of the American people can't retire, we don't have sick leave here, unlike every other country. We don't have vacation. You know what you get in England for vacation? If you worked at McDonald's, whether you worked sweeping up the floors, whether, whether you were a CEO or whatever, you start out with five weeks vacation. Everybody gets that. It's guaranteed. Federally guaranteed by their, by their civilization. Because they understand what is the meaning of life? Here in the United States of serfs and lords, what's the meaning of life? Well, it's to act. It's obviously, it's, don't, isn't it obvious? To, for you to make the rich richer and die. Die on command. When you're too old, when you're not productive, if you're sick, or if there's a danger that you might step up this mortal coil sooner than you expected because of a coronavirus, oh, fucking well. Get out there. Because Trump needs the stock market you know, to the numbers. Oh, I keep hearing how the stock market's on the rise. What kind of shithole system are we living in when the stock market's going up? When how many people lose the, are losing their jobs? Unbelievable. Tell me again how we rise and fall together. Tell me again, Barack Obama. How Wall Street and Main Street rise and fall together. Fucking, I, I don't want to hear it. 
I'm honestly, I'm at, I'm at the end of my rope here. I was saying to somebody today, I was texting with someone. I'm like, why did my parents, my grandparents leave Ireland? They had to be nuts. I want to, I, I need a seance up in this bitch. I need somebody to ask my grandmother what the fuck she was thinking. Fucking shit. Everything sucks. Stupid ecam sucks. Nothing is working. Honestly, you know, you just try and try and try and try. And then everything sucks. And then you gotta hear Nancy Pelosi talking about uh reaching across the bipartisanship. We're trying to get a bipartisan bill. What do you care? Bipartisan. Have you heard the news? Have you heard what the Republicans are? Have you met them, Nancy Pelosi? Do you understand what we're up against? No, obviously not. If I hear another bipartisan fucking call for bipartisanship, I'm going to murder someone. And if I hear another Trump and Z, Somebody went on my YouTube channel. I don't know what their fucking damage was. Well, they were Trump and Yeah, I just didn't understand it. They posted on the channel, I don't know, one of the videos. I am a supporter of the president. What? You might as well just say you're a moron. Oh, here it is. I support Trump. Bennett B. Well, why don't you just tell me you shit your diapers? Um, it's, uh, it has the same effect when I hear things like that. You might as well just say, I'm a moron. How do you support? What are you supporting? The, uh, the stupidity. Somebody who is, he's so aggrieved. That's what's so irritating about it, too. The... It's so unfair. The constant crying and complaining. I want to... I, I wish I could play a video, but I'm going to try to see if I can find it. On here. Because I know that they... The stupid White House fucking posted it. And I'm going to curse a lot today. I'm very sorry. I'm in a pissed off mood. Oh, here we go. Let's hear. This is from the my well, not my Twitter feed, but Twitter. Let's play this. Let me see if Ecam can do one thing right. Okay, that we'll move that over there. Let's hear what this bitch is saying. We're supplying here families tonight. I want to say I love you. Okay, okay, okay. I want to this. I want to murder when I hear this. When I I. The question is, 70,000 people have died. 70,000. You understand? More than in the Vietnam War. Let's all put it in perspective. That's how many 9-11s every single day. What do you say to the families or the people? How about the goddamn person that maybe two weeks ago was walking around thinking that they had a life ahead of them? But this fucking useless 
dictator envying con man who received fewer votes was too busy golfing and kissing ass on Kim Jong-un and pretending that there was nothing, no coronavirus, not doing his job because you know what? He doesn't know what the fuck to do. He is doing exactly what he has always done, which is lie and, and pretend. You know, like Trump's steaks are delicious and Trump Taj Mahal is the eighth wonder of the world. And it's the most amazing, the best, the biggest, the most, the highest rated show when everything is a lie. He thinks he's a cheerleader. This is what he says. I want to cheerlead our country. Cheerleading is not lying, you fucking waste of human DNA. Why? So many decent people have lost their lives. Sure, there were some Trumpanzees in those 70,000, no doubt. There were some morons there too, but some... But many decent human beings who don't deserve to live in a country and share the same air with a fucking con man who received fewer votes and all his ignorant assholes who hate this country. They hate it because they're confused by it. And this is what he has. Listen to him. What do you say to the 70,000 people and the families who have lost their lives. Families tonight. I want to say I love you. I want to say that we're doing everything we can. I uh, love you. I also you. want to say that uh, we're trying to protect people over 60 years old. We're trying so hard. You I bullshit. want to just say to the people that have lost family and have lost love and the people that have just suffered so badly and just made it and just made it. Oh, you love so, you. the we're empathy. With you. We're working we love with you. you. We're supplying vast amounts of money like never before. Bullshit. We want that money to get to the people and we want Bullshit. them to get better. And we want them, you can never really come close to replacing when you've lost some, no matter how well how we dare do you? Year, I think our economy is gonna be raging. You. It's gonna be so good. No raging how well like those your tiny never, dick ever replace somebody when you saw Stormy Daniels. But we're going to have something that they're going to be very proud of. Disgusting. And to the people that have lost someone, there is nobody. I don't sleep at nights thinking about bullshit. It. You don't sleep at night about thinking about you. Harder than me, but at the same time, I have to get this enemy defeated, and that's what we're doing, David. That's bullshit. What we're doing. You want people to die. That's how you're going to defeat it, by pretending it's not happening and cutting people's lifelines, and that's what they're doing. To send people back to work before, before they figure out that it's not the coronavirus that's our problem. The problem uh, is the bought and paid for plutocrats who have bought and paid for this government, and they don't want you to, f to figure out that the government works for them. They don't, they don't owe you nothing. This is what the, they feel. You are nothing. And this is what I was saying when we were talking about the workers in the slaughterhouse, in the, in the corpse mills, making the fucking pigs into corpses. They are just one rung higher on the ladder. So uh, do you get it now?
they not that higher up either. You're nothing. Just like you're just there to make the corpses. And whether you're made into a corpse or not, it is of no consequence to them. They want you to do what you have to do, and if it comes to comes we come to a time when they can have a machine make the pigs into corpses, then they'll do that. You are nothing to them. You're nothing but a pesky little fucking uh, uh, annoying annoyance to them. They have to pay you. They have to treat you with decency. They have to give you safe working conditions, days off, sick leave. That's annoying to them. That's why they don't want to do it. And they have dismantled unions in this country because they don't like you. They don't like the working class. The working class are dupes. They're pawns. Grist for the mill. Nothing. You are nothing to them. You should die. You should shut up. Get out there and die. If you have to die, oh fucking well, Twitler will shed some crocodile tears for you. Don't you feel the love? He loves you. Love? Fucking how dare. A con man who received fewer votes. A fucking sociopath who does who knows nothing about love. How dare you talk about pandering? He should be arrested. He should be removed from office. This monster and his entire cabal, every goddamn reporter standing there asking him questions, give it gives him legitimacy. That he doesn't deserve. He is an illegitimate con man. Who is fucking this country. And he, now. Um, basically. What he's told us. Are some people are going to die. That's it. That's Trump 2020. There will be death. That should be. You know. That should be their. Their slogan. And you know. The morons. They're, uh, they're all morons, the, ma- the maggots, the morons. As so, soon as they learned that it was harming African-Americans and elderly, that's when they really, hey, you know, the Trump fucking monsters, all of the idiots uh, who surround this fucking idiot were like, hey, we can work with this. this we could send the dum-dums out there to demand liberation because they don't care if this was a virus could you imagine if this was a virus that only attacked black people oh forget about it it would be it wouldn't we wouldn't even have any um any of these social distancing rules forget it it's they want it to attack the right people see we have discovered exactly who they are. I always knew it. You knew it. We've been talking about it forever. Who they who these Republicans are. And they're just saying it out loud. They want the old people to die so they don't have to be bothered with paying Social Security and Medicare. They can funnel that fucking money to the top. You're wasting it on having some old bitch have a decent retirement when it could be gambled 
and it could be stuffed into some fucker's pocket so he can get some hookers and buy some blow. You know, so as he's thinking about how to grift and, and steal more from you and me and anything else they can get their greedy paws on because that's what it's about. Greed is the only value left in this country. And that's supposed to be okay. We're supposed to be at war, you see. Now these fucking bastards, these monsters, are uh, saying some, basically some people are going to have to die. This is a war, you see. And they're not done. They're done with having to protect us. They're going to cut lifelines, even though they suck, all over the world. They're just starting to open up Italy now, after months. And in Italy, you don't see the assholes of Italy, and I'm sure they have them over there, too, as they exist everywhere, except here they have, they've been empowered. They're not out there screaming at each other. They're not out there breaking social distancing and trying to reopen and liberate, quote-unquote, their fucking towns on the word of a con man. Putting themselves at risk, screaming in the faces of law enforcement, people who are trying to protect the, those who the democratic system elected. Unlike Twitler, who received fewer votes. For fuck's sake, you don't see them and no other country are they out there. But they're just starting to open up Italy right now because they got paid. The government in Europe is paying. They're paying people to stay home. That's how you fight the virus. If you really love people, you do what is right. And what's right is you don't have to needlessly risk people's lives. He's talking about sending... Oh, I hate them all. Oh, my God. Chris Christie was on... I want to... I have to... I'm, I really... I, this is another goddamn clip I wasted my time capturing today. But it is what it is. Chris Christie. Where is this? I'm going to have to play it off the website. He was on a show, and he's a he's a fucking disgusting waste of human DNA himself. So where the hell is it? There will be death. Oh, that's his. You know, that's the attitude. There, he's he's really he's comparing himself to Churchill, and this is like in World War Two. You know, people are gonna die. So some people are going to have to sacrifice. It's not like World War II. It's not like a war in that case because we can avoid needless death, you fucker. The American way of life? Oh, it's for the American way of life. Send people to die, needlessly die for the American way of life, which is what? Greed? Some people have to sacrifice. Oh, that I that that I get. You understand? I want I want to fucking kill this guy. He was like saying how he's describing how um he was talking to somebody and well, let me just find this tweet. Oh god, I hate them all. I can't. I I hate them. I really do. 
um, Chris Christie was talking about he spoke to somebody and they who wasn't working because of the shutdown and they feel like a failure and they, and pretending to care about those who are unable to pay mortgages now why why are they unable to pay their mortgage why are they unable to pay their bills when the country the government shut the country down then therefore the government should cover the bills like they are doing in England, in Ireland, in Germany, in fucking Italy, all over the goddamn world, and France. Except here, in Canada, they're doing it. You don't see people crying and saying, I'm going to lose my fucking apartment because they're picking up the salaries. You, you stupid trump I feel like a failure. Chris Christie relays this story, how this person said, I, I feel like a failure. No, bitch. The, the fucking Republican con kiss-up, kick-down government failed you. They should be picking up the tab. And But they don't want to do that. They'd rather... I mean, but, but what gets me so mad is that don't... They see it. The idiots who are saying, I'm, I'm in danger of losing my home now and I can't work because of the shutdown. D- don't beg to go back to work in the middle of a pandemic that's going to kill a fucking up to a million people in the country. That's their estimate. You don't do that, asshole. You say, fucking pay me. Pay me, Chris Christie, if you if you have any pull, use it to get the government to do what the fuck it's supposed to do. Pay people to stay home. Don't pay, don't pay, fucking go out and make people die. And then they go out and you could, and, and there's, and dumb bitch Chris Christie is saying, oh, you could take people's temperature as if. People aren't walking around asymptomatic. But you understand it's not going to be Chris Christie who will sacrifice. It won't be his bitch wife and useless children. They're not sacrificing. They want you, you to sacrifice. You Fuckers, oh my god. And fuck you, Ecam, for doing this. Making me have to hunt for these videos now. When I could be. I'm I'm so mad. Honestly, I need some I need a I need blood pressure medicine or something. I'm not kidding. My I have high blood pressure in my family. And when I went to join the military, I was in the National Guard, as many of you know. I almost didn't get in because my blood pressure, it was just short of not being able to qualify. So, and I was a lot younger. And, um, yeah, I could feel my fucking blood pressure and on, if I stroke out on air here, I guess that would be good. Maybe then we can get some patrons if I have a stroke, <laughs> right? On air, would that that might get some get some uh, hits? Some people to subscribe, hit the fucking subscribe button. 
I, I just want to, mm, I need a parrot. And so I don't need a cat, I need a parrot. To get up here. Be a patron. Quack. Subscribe. Quack. Whatever. That's what you're going to do. I'm sorry. I'm in a mood. I'm in a, I'm in a bad mood. And it comes from, I, I was, wasn't born. You know what makes me so sad sometimes when I think about my father saying to me that I was such a happy baby? He always said that. I was always a happy baby. Doesn't that make you sad thinking about that? Because I didn't know. He said I was, uh, I was such a joy as a baby. Because I was too fucking stupid. I, didn't need, I hadn't known any Republicans yet. I came into the world like, oh, wow, cool place. Nice dog. Nice, uh, nice smiles. And then I had to learn about the filthy Republicans and the conservatives on both sides, especially them. Those who are enable the conservatives, they're the worst. Because they pretend, they pretend to be your friends, and then they stab you in the back. I don't know who's worse. But, yeah, greed. Greed is the only value now. So I'm trying to find this art. This goddamn... Because Chris Christie was on... Here, maybe it's over here. Oh, yes. Chris Christie, The Daily DC. This podcast... With Dana Bash. Chris Christie pushes reopening. There are going to be deaths. No matter what. Let's see if I can play this. I'll have to play it to the video here. This is from the Daily DC, as you can see. Thank you, Ecamm. Whoops, that's the wrong button. That's the clock. Not that it matters. Let's see. Let's play this. And I'm fighting for you, and I love doing it with everything yeah. that I have. With everything you know that, that I have. With the grace of God, we will win Fuck this you. war, and we will win. Do you understand everything he says is bullshit? You get it, guys? Through the grace of God. Like, he fucking gives a shit about God. And anybody who thinks he does is a stupid as the Trump University graduates or the Trump network fucking gobblers. The ones who were like, hey, Trump has this new thing where you piss in a cup and you send it to him and he uh, analyzes your pee and makes a um, special concoction of vitamins just for you according to your pee. God. <laughs> Grandma, why? Why? Why did you come here? This war quickly, and we will make. Than that. It's a Ooh. false choice, oh Dana, because okay. in Let the end, just... you don't want. Obviously, I'm going to lose my The choice mind. is. Yeah, here you don't we know go. The... Wait, 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 Sunday. wait, wait. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's I don't have no control here. I got no control. It keeps bouncing around. So I'm playing it off the internet. It just said we need to start restoring the American way of life. And, and if we leave... The Fuck. Okay. 
let me rewind this. Level as somebody who has dealt with crises, and of course on a political level, I want to start with the New York Times. He's dealt the with reporting. crises. He's created crises. You know, um, time for some traffic problems in Fort Lee. These pigs, and then no events to pigs. Really, we need to have more respect for pigs because pigs are decent, unlike Republicans. They're not decent. Republicans would. They are the the horrible, all of the worst aspects of the human condition, all of the aspects that we try to evolve away from and overcome, the ones that aren't rewarded. When you're unselfish, when you are giving and when you're compassionate and um, when you're forgiving, all of these all of these human emotions, human traits, we aspire to them. We give medals for unselfish. When, when soldiers are, are unselfish, they get medals, right? They put themselves in harm's way. When it comes to Republican, the Republican world, though, it always baffles me how much... How, well, first of all, they're so full of shit because they talk about altruism is evil and that's what Ayn Rand their hero says altruism is evil and how selfishness the the moral imperative of selfishness when and then they go around and talk about how much they love true the troops when if you have a selfish troop what's a selfish soldier a selfish soldier is a coward but you would think that they would appreciate that. Looking out for number one. And when the chips are down, when the firefight stops, you know, hey, get out there. Go sacrifice. Give yourself. You know, somebody's going to have to die. Get out there. That's the Republican way. They would never sacrifice for anybody but themselves. They don't, I mean, fuck their kids, fuck their mommy, their grandpappies, their mamas, their dogs, their sisters, their parrots. It doesn't matter. They care about themselves and nobody else. So that's why they're incapable of functioning in a free democratic society. In order to live in a society... And have a functioning society. You have to be able to sacrifice for your fellows. You got to be in it together. You know, like I live in this apartment building. We have rules. You don't play your music at fucking all hours of the night. Because you have neighbors. You're in it together. You try to make a decent living environment for other people. You don't put your shit in the hall. You don't take a dump. In the fucking elevator. You know, rules to, that makes society a functioning place to live. Because we're in it together. We're interdependent. And Republicans, everything that they stand for is anti-human. They are in it for themselves. They are like cancer, a cell of cancer. When you have one cell and it gets out of control and it eats all the nutrients in the body, that's called cancer. What do you think a, a, a billionaire is? That is a cancer in the body politic. 
funneling more money into bloated little pockets and while the rest of the society is sick and struggling and suffering. But it's all it's all okay though. You know, we some people like Rush Limbaugh says, some people are just born to be slaves. Now the Republicans are giving us a lesson in that. But they have to wrap it up in some high minded bullshit for the dum dums to buy. Instead of getting angry at Trump, at the fucking Chris Christie's of the world, where it belongs, they activate the terrorists to go attack the democratically elected government. So, therefore, we will remain in an oppression. Instead of advocating, instead of these people going out there and advocating for being paid... Pay the salaries of everyone that has to stay home. You could do it. They do it. They're doing it all over the world. It's not about, oh, we're broke, we're broke, we're broke. Bullshit. We make money here. We fucking print it. Yeah, there's, you, there's money for what you need, but not for everyone's greed, right? You can make as much money as you want. We could do what we want here. It's all about priorities. They could bail out. They could make it so that small businesses could just continue to pick up the paychecks. They, there are a few pay, um, what, like ADP is a pay, um, pay, you know, whatever you call it. I don't know. They, uh, the, who pays the salaries? All these uh, companies outsource to these, these pay. I'm, I'm not sure what they're called. Okay, it's escaping my mind. You know, all of these secondary corporations that pay, that keep the payroll, that do the payroll, the government can just pick up the payroll and pay people and just continue to pay people because that fucking money goes right back into the economy. That's how you stop a depression. Keep, you know, this Paycheck Protection Act that was glommed up by the same old goddamn banksters? What the fuck? That's, but that's why the Republicans are in government. You know, when we had World War II, when we were in the midst of World War II, we had different leadership in, in, uh, in power, thankfully. They had some integrity, some morals. They said there would not be one war millionaire made, and they made sure of it. That ne- there would be no war profiteers on the blood and sacrifice of the American people. Not here, not anymore. If no, if they can't fucking grift and 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 get get over, what's the point? That's the only reason Republicans get into government. They. They're only in government to steal. So when something happens and they need to actually work instead of fucking standing around playing golf and sucking each other's dicks, that's what they do. Metaphorically, literally, figuratively, who knows? But they you go, making deals, playing golf, smoking cigars, discussing how they're going to fuck over the American people. The dum-dums who, oh, work 
hard and play by the rules while they're out there coming up with scams. That's who Twitler is. He's never had a legitimate job. Neither have any of his useless DNA fucking kids. Never. They have come up with scams. How do you grift and steal? They're not innovators. How do you get, how do you separate morons from their money? And they don't even come up with anything inventive either. They're, they're nothing. It's fucking same old shit. Sweatshops in China. Some bullshit multi-level marketing. Trump stakes branding. Slapping your shitty, tacky, gilded name on fucking buildings that other people create. Slumlords. All of these old games. Fucking lo- uh, money laundering. We have him dead to rights. He's already paid fine for money laundering for the Russian mob. This is the so-called president who loves you. You understand? Or what do you tell them? I love you. Well, guess what, bitch? Love won't pay the rent. Fucking Unreal. I hate them. That's why I'm screaming. Now I need a drink of water. I really can't handle it. I'm not the only one. I understand that. It's sharing the same air with morons. Let's continue with Chris Christie. That came out this afternoon is about an internal document that sh- from the CDC and FEMA that shows the administration's projections at 200,000 new cases each day by the end of the month and 3,000 daily deaths by early June. 3,000 deaths per day. I mean, if you think about it from the perspective of where you, you are in New Jersey, that's almost a 9-11 every single day. It's absolutely true. And, and but here's the thing, this is Dana, him pretend to care that now. is, you know, mm-hmm. with what we're doing now um, and what we're doing now, I just don't think can be sustained as a country. You know, I I wrote a piece for The Washington Post a week ago Sunday that just said we need oh, to whoopee. start restoring the American way of life. And, and Fuck you. if we leave this purely up to the physicians and the epidemiologists, Dana, we'll be locked in our houses for another year. Bullshit. Um, because they don't want uh, us to be doing anything Bullshit. other than... Are they locked in their houses for a year in Italy? They're coming out of their houses now. Were they locked in their houses in Sweden? No. But it's about priorities. Of course they have to exaggerate. Just like Twitler does. Oh, it's he's the best, the greatest, the biggest, the fastest, the strongest... Oh, yeah, we'd be, if we listen to the epidemiologists, the doctors, we'd be locked in our houses for years. No. They just don't want to do what needs to be done, lest we figure out that the government actually has a purpose. You see what I mean? That's the scariest thing to a Republican. They don't want people thinking that government has value and that it does work for them. They understand, you know, they need the people to be dumb and 
angered at all the wrong things. Yeah, we should be angry. And honestly, come on. You know what? I know I'm fucking, I hate Joe Biden. I know he sucks. But come on. Really. We cannot endure another four years of this. Absolutely not. And if you, yeah, uh, you want to vote for a, a Green Party, you're, you're really fucking us again. We have more hope pushing these mother effers into some kind of semblance of society than we would ever have any hope with the, with the inept grifters and con men. Honestly, we, what we have to do on this show and other real liberal shows is continue to remind the American people that um, it's not just about Democrat and Republican, that the Democrats have to, uh, you know, they, it's, it's conservatism. And what, I mean, shows like this, we have to wake up these F and DLC Democrats or, or get them out of the party, frankly. They have to just get, get lost. Get, go retire. You, you've done enough. You fucked us over enough. And if I hear another DLC Democrat all, or Nancy Pelosi talking about bipartisanship reaching across the aisle, fuck you. You're reaching across the aisle to monsters. People who hate democracy. They hate the working class. Catch on. If you're if you're a worker and you're a Trump supporter, shame on you. And if you're somebody who is rich and makes money sitting around the pool waiting for a fucking dividend check, you know, a capitalist, shame on you. And you support this guy? Shame on you. Shame on us for allowing it to continue. If this is this is a scam. The whole thing is a goddamn scam, and we're all in on it. And for I wish I could play my goddamn videos, but ecam sucks. But I got I was uh, I was capturing the ABC News report when the reporter was taught who was questioning Twitter. They went back. I wish I could play it. I'm so pissed off. But they went back to. Okay, back to you, whoever the fuck in the newsroom. Now I'm letting you see my emails. Great. And um, the, <laughs> what do you call it? The, the reporter, I can't remember his name. He was saying, oh, um, his tone. They, they started again with the tone. The tone of the president. He said, and, and they were literally, they were actually taking it seriously. How Twitler had said how much he loves the American people. And that was a real change in tone. And I was like, are you fucking, are you fucking delusional? That's why I'm, I'm trying to find this tweet. Because I was, and, and, and I, I just couldn't believe it. Because that's why. This country is is insane. And that's why I want to get out of here. Because I'm like, hello, I have eyes. I have ears. I could see I'm not a moron. So, are you kidding me? 
are we really going with that? That's what we're going to, that's the angle we're going with. We're going to pretend that the malignant narcissist actually loves everybody. He wants us all to know he loves us. Who the hell? I mean, what are you talking about? What is love? Love is an action, motherfucker. You don't see, you never heard FDR say, I love the to the American people waiting on the bread lines. I want you to know I love you. No, bitch. He created the new goddamn deal. Relief programs, the WPA, the CCC, Social Security, unemployment insurance. Oh, no. I, I want you to know I love you. How, how dare you? How dare this ABC reporter um, play this game? Really, play this fucking game. And as you see, oh yeah, it was David Muir. How dare you, David Muir? Unbelievable. And I, was, I basically was screaming at him because I, in all caps, because I was yelling. Are you kidding me? You are profoundly struck. That's what he said. By Twitler saying he loves us? He was struck by that. Sort of like Melania Melania was struck when Twitler finally, when he finally stuck his tiny uh, checkbook, slid that checkbook right over at her. You forget the majority are not as stupid as the idiots who voted for the con man. Love us so much. He wants us to die rather than to pay us to stay home like the rest of civilization. And I, this is what makes me mad. You know, it's okay. I get it that Twitler, he is what he is. And he has his morons, the followers. They are what they are, dummies. But give me a break when the goddamn ABC News reporter sits there and then... Uh, back to you in the studio with the dumb bitch I'm now talking to who's sitting in the studio and let's pretend that Twitler is sincere. Let's have that fucking game. Oh, yes, I was profoundly struck when he said he loves us. Are you kidding me? Yes. So the White House task force is winding down. Joins us now with more dreaming everywhere. To no, human that's beings. not it. Or, uh... Honestly, that's why it's an entire corporate kiss up, kick down, plutocracy, gaslighting experiment, I guess. You love us? And then the ABC News reporter is profoundly struck. By Twitler expressing his love. Are you fucking kidding me? When he should be saying, he's playing us. He's using love. He's telling us he loves us while he's sending the American people to die. Instead of paying them like they're doing all over the world. You don't see uh, other world leaders saying, oh, I love you fucking get back to work. Some of you are gonna, just going to have to die. It's an insult. 
I shouldn't have said it like that. Insult. I was going to say it's insulting. It's an insult. It's insulting to everything, to our intelligence. I, I, I don't know. I'm, I, it infuriated me. I wanted to scream and yell. And I'm, I guess I'm screaming and yelling now. But it's the gaslighting that we're all supposed to sit there and go, oh, yes, Twitler, he said he loves us. And David Muir is going to he's going to enable that by by proclaiming himself profoundly struck by Twitler's tone. Are we insane? How much longer? Okay, how much longer are we going to take it? David Muir should be ashamed of himself for saying something like that with a straight face. His, his whole framing, he's a, he's, a, he's a fucking puppet. He's a dupe. He's like, he's like any Trump any Fox News, um, you know, propagandist to get out there and say, Something so ridiculously pandering, so patronizing. With a straight face. He helped Twitler peddle that bullshit. He loves us. I was profoundly struck when he said that he loved the American people. And it's a real change in tone, don't you think? And they went back and forth. Yeah, the tone, the tone, the tone. Are you kidding me? When he should be saying, all over the world, there are working class people that don't get applause. That not only do they get the applause, they get to stay home as their governments are, uh, have decided that's the best way to fight the pandemic at this time. Be- while we don't have a vaccine, it's not safe. The thing is highly contagious and highly deadly. Over here in the United States of serfs and lords, the dum-dums are being told that, oh, well, some of you dummies are going to have to die, and, and they're okay with that. And that's why I say, uh, is it a lost cause over here? Is the grand experiment a lost cause? Are we finally, is it over? I saw, well, I don't want to go into that yet. Because I was going to say, I saw Rich, uh, Robert Reich. I don't know, I can't play the video. Fuck. And he was talking about um, breaking this country apart. And I was like, good. I thought I was one of the only people talking about that at this time. That's how I think. It's time to break this thing up. I've had enough. I I have had enough of these let's vote getting con motherfuckers dragging us down. I've had enough. And then oh, we saw George Bush go out there. He he made a uh, some video about how we're in this together. Oh, really? And then on Morning Joe, they were all teary-eyed and bleary-eyed. Oh, it was beautiful. And 
you had Jennifer Rubin, all these DLC, DNC fuckers out there tweeting. You know, they attack Bernie. They're out there tweeting. Oh, it was beautiful, George Bush, talking about how we're in this together. Remember, remember when we could just differ on politics and not be, we could disagree, but not being disagreeable. Bullshit. What are you talking about? There you go. Another revisionist history for a warmonger, a war criminal. That's what happens. We devalue life so easily here, but it's not their lives who are devalued. It's ours. We're the ones, the dum-dums who wear the uniforms, who put ourselves on the front lines. We're the pawns in the in the game that they play against us that this country was founded as an antidote to. We should have been the antidote to that kind of game that they played in Europe for thousands of years. The kings and queens and barons and lords. Well, it's back. The grand experiment is, uh, is, has gone awry. And it, it's the complicity of this bipartisan bullshit, this bipartisan plutocracy, the bipartisan gaslight. Oh, isn't it beautiful when a war criminal who sent thousands of Americans to die for a lie, who turned the, who killed millions of Iraqis, according to some reports, needlessly, a country that didn't attack us, who turned, helped destabilize the Middle East and turn it into an incubator for terrorists for generations to come. Isn't it wonderful and beautiful that this fucker is walking around making videos about how we're all in this together? But when it was his time to be all in or put his ass on the line, he, he, he went AWOL. That's how it works in the United States of serfs and lords. No account, there's no accountability except for you and me. We, we are accountable, trust me. And now we're going to have to be a, a, accountable to the Grim Reaper when they send us out. They cut the lifelines and send us out prematurely to die and say, oh, you're great patriots. So they can steal and continue to fucking ride us all the way to the bank. They don't care. We're like those pigs in the slaughterhouse. In their eyes, that's for sure. It's no difference. What's the difference? Except we can complain and they need to shut us up. We can write articles. We can write, we can get out there on a picket line. The poor pigs can't do that. The only thing they could do is uh, now they just have to disempower us to the point where it's you have no choice. That sure feels like freedom, don't it? And then I saw Nancy Pelosi on, she was on um, MSNBC, and of course proclaiming the Affordable Care Act such a great success and uh, Ari whatever, Melber asked her how... Um, don't you see now how stupid it is, I, I'm just paraphrasing, to have your health insurance, your health 
tied to your job. What a stupid fucking thing. And she wouldn't, she wouldn't go there. So there you go. Who do they work for? Do they work for a functioning society? Do they work for a healthy country? Or is it just that some people are just born to be slaves? The bipartisan uh, agenda of make the rich richer, keep the rich in the catbird seat of power, and fuck it. If some die, you die. It ain't them dying. Well, here's some more Chris Christie. Um, staying in our homes until there's a vaccine. I, I don't think that's reasonable. I think what we've done is slowed yeah, down no, the curve now. Not. And I think we have... It's, of course, when immediately when we start... We were only slowing down the curve in New York. Every other place, it's going up. Because this is ground zero. So it's not slowing down. Just because it's slowed down here. That's because we're following the fucking social distancing and staying home. So these babies, these boo-boos gotta be, oh, we're, we're there yet. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Because they don't want you to understand the longer you're home, they have to do something. And they don't want to do it. They want to steal. They don't want to fix society. They don't want you having health care, living wages, re- are they sick pay, retirement security. Thinking government can do something? Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Get out and die. Get out and get the fuck out. Uh-uh. Let's not talk about it. Get out and die. Oh, wait. That's Joe Biden. Wait. I think what we've done is slowed down the curve now. And I think we have to start to not, you know, blow the whole thing open. Oh, not yeah, start having rock not. concerts and football games um, with full stadiums. But we have to start letting people get back to work because I can see in my own state here the devastation. And we're back the second worst work. state in Listen the country. But the economic devastation is equally sad. But it, will people be able to swallow the notion, if these projections are right, of nearly 3,000 deaths a day? They're going to have to. I mean, listen, we're in the midst of a a pandemic that we haven't seen in over 100 years, and we're going to have to continue to do things. We don't know what the result will be if everyone is out there wearing masks, if they're washing their hands on a regular basis, if we're taking temperature checks before people go into work, um, as testing becomes more broadly available, we're able to do contact tracing. Um, This will not eliminate the... Even though people walk around asymptomatic... The more tests they're doing, the, the more they realize that there are people who are carrying this and they are 100% asymptomatic. But whatever. Deaths. But that's the fact of this pandemic. We have a virus that is, is killing people. And what the other thing we need to do is to keep our more vulnerable folks um, inside. They're the ones who are going to really swallow this burden badly. The elderly um, and those oh, with well. respiratory well, diseases, uh, depressed immune. That'll release the burden on Social Security, right? That's what the, that other Republican pig said. Immune systems from cancer treatments or other things. Those folks are going to have to be even more careful than, than, than the rest of the population. Fuck but you. I don't know what the choice is. Yeah, you don't know you, what the choice is, Chris but Christie. what's the messaging? Let's, let's say you were in the White House right now. Um, I was there. I know you did run for yep, president. Absolutely. Uh, but let's say you, you let's say you made it. You were there now, and um, you had this report on your desk that said, 
3,000 a day. And you had the feeling that you're saying right now that, you know, we've got to get life back to normal. What's your message? What should President Trump's message be to the American people? The message is that the American people have gone through significant death before. We've Fuck got through you. it in World Can War One. We've got through it in callous motherfuckers. These the American people have gone through death before. Fuck you. You disgust me. Republican Party of Life. This is the party of death, greed, income disparity, upward immobility. I got mine. Sucks to be you. Go die. Oh, I love you, but I love you. You love somebody? You don't send them to die needlessly when you have options. This is the problem. It's not, we're not fighting the fascism. This is fascism that doesn't give a shit about people. We're just grist for the mill, right? Chris Christie, as long as it's not him. It's not his useless spawns. It's not his bitch wife in the line of fire. He's not sacrificing lunch. Trust me. The disgusting bastards that they are, all of them, Republicans, you're vile. You should be ashamed. And anybody who votes for them, shame on you. You vile, sick, sick, dumb, dumb, fucking useful idiot. You're being played. Unfortunately, you're taking the rest of us with you. That's the problem. If you only just shut the hell up and seceded. I wish they would secede, frankly. Really, get out. All of them. Oh, God. I, w- I want to secede. We need to secede. Somebody needs to secede. These fuckers. I'm, di- I'm tired. I can't share the same goddamn country with these monsters anymore. And that's who they are. There's no reasoning with them. And that's why I don't want to hear the Democrats talking about reaching across the aisle. Bipartisan bill. If I hear Nancy Pelosi talk about bipartisan bill one more time. Fuck you. Bipartisan. What are you? Bipartisan what? Bipartisan genocide? Bipartisan Trump virus for some? Why did that stupid thing went? Now, hold on. Nothing works. Sick of it. And he's so reasonable. The banality of evil. It reminds me of listening to Nazis justify their behavior. Well, you know, some people are just going to have to die. World War II. Um, We have gone through it. Um... And we've survived it. We sacrificed those lives. We sent. We sacrificed those lives. You fucking disgusting ghoul. This is a not the same kind of war, you filthy, disgusting, greedy grifter. We have options here. This isn't storming the beaches at Normandy. This is opening up the economy, 
because the Republican Party does not want to pay people to stay home. You understand? They can. They can pay people. They don't want to do it because they hate the working class. They like their, bo- their little pockets lined with the, the fruits of the labors of others, the, uh, the fruits of what others make possible. But they don't like sharing. They don't want to do their jobs. 70,000 deaths in two months? That's a failure. That's a, that's a disgrace. They don't want to do what's required. They just want you to sacrifice. What's required is for them to pick up the payroll, get into the ADP databases, and pay. I'm choking on myself. And pay people. Pay them their salaries. Period. End of sentence. You don't have to. Go bankrupt. Nobody has to go bankrupt. It didn't have to be this way. This is a choice. Now we're on the verge of another Great Depression because Republicans chose that for us rather than do their fucking jobs. Our young men during World War II over to Europe, out to the Pacific, knowing knowing that men... Yeah, uh, but that was a different time. That was a war. This is a pandemic. This is a virus. This is not the same fucking thing. You're sending somebody to what? Go stand in a grocery store? To go cut hair? To go uh, rip a movie ticket? What the fuck? It's not the same thing. And it's only, it doesn't have to be forever, but they're, they're prolonging it. They're making it worse because they don't want to do what is needed. Oh, God, why? Of them would not come home alive. And we decided to make that sacrifice. The callousness. Because what we were standing up for was the American way of life. No, bitch. We were fighting fascism. It's not the same thing. You could call it a war. It doesn't... What's the American way of life? Greed? Greed. I guess that's it. They have been... They have successfully redefined it. Greed is now the only value that the American people die for. You don't die for each other. They don't give a shit. Thousands of Americans die every year needlessly because they don't have health care. Chris Christie couldn't give a goddamn damn about them. He wants you to die as long as it's you. And he can cry a crocodile tear and say, oh, it's so sad when we lose at least one. If we lose one is too many. Yeah, right. I stay up at night. No, you don't, Twitler. You stay up at night tweeting. He's not tweeting about all... He's not tweeting to all the relatives of people who have died. He's tweeting about how unfair he's being treated. And this fucking corporate media. 
David Muir, how dare you? Oh, he was so, uh, it was so profound when he said he loved us. Oh, my God. Do you understand this is why we are where we are? And that, and it's really why I ask for patrons. I ask for support for this show. It's frustrating as as all get out that I can't get a fucking decent program to run the show. I can't, you know, have a that we have to deal with what we have to deal with because we're running on not even a shoestring. Maybe one day it won't have to be that way if we get enough supporters. That's all I'm saying. But we're up against the big bohemoth. And the this bohemoth wants us dead. It doesn't want us to speak out. It has an entire it owns the entire apparatus. The corporate media is not doing its job. The corporate media is validating the sickness. And I'm not talking about the coronavirus. It's validating the sickness that has infested our body politic. It is pretending and giving legitimacy to the fucking con man that is killing us. It's, and it's not just the con man. It's the whole thing. Imagine a different world if all of the media outlets discussed and said to Twitler uh, or presented Twitler for what he really is and said, how dare you say you love us while sending people to die? If you love the American people, you pay them to stay the F home. Forget your crocodile tears and comparing this to a war, but this is what's going to happen. They will send people out there, and people are going to die, and they are going to prolong this by doing it. You see, you could just do what they have to do now. They would pay people to stay home, and we could get to a point where we could safely open everything up without everybody being stressed out and on the brink of a fucking Great Depression if they did their jobs. <sighs> but no, they're not doing their jobs because they don't want to fix it. And here we are again. Here we are to the beginning. The fact is Republicans hate this country. They hate democracy. They hate a working class that that is too goddamn uppity and maybe if the working class if they if the government paid for the workers to stay home as they should paid their salaries not a fucking $1200 check for some people give me a break while banksters get a whole bailout again and again and again Some people might figure out. No, this is only what happens when the government hates the people and uses them as as the pigs for the slaughterhouse. That's all we are. You understand? We are. <laughs> 
we're like those pigs, like the factory farm animals that are treated like shit. We're, we're only one rung higher. We're not that even, we're not even two rungs higher on the ladder. If they, if they could, once you slit the pig's throat, somebody be behind you slitting your throat, putting you in the same meat, if they could get away with it. Trust me. Especially if you were profitable. If it was more profitable that way, forget it. Of course. In the very same way now, we have to stand up for the American way of life. Um, we have to say we're going we're, wow. we're to be willing... The American way of life that Republicans wouldn't know if it bit them on the balls. If it, if, if it spanked them with a rolled-up Forbes magazine, they wouldn't know the American way of life. They're trying to twist the American way of life as they have been doing for generations. The American way of life confuses them. To endure this, and this is not to go back to normal. Let's be clear, Dana. We're not going to go back to normal. Right. But we're going to go. This is just to open the door to your yes, house. Yes, to be right? functional. Right. To let people make this a living. I, there was a story in the New York Times last week about in Egg Harbor Township, New Jersey, which is now a, a suburb this. of Atlantic City. Vomit. You had three one-mile-long car lines from three different directions to get to a food bank, and when they talk about completely missing the point, of course. That's a disgrace. That's because of the American people are now the, the, the working class, the middle class is now below 50% of the population. If you miss two paychecks and need a food bank, you have failed. The, the government has failed. It's not you. But listen to Chris Christie. He interviewed one of the women. She and her husband are casino workers. They've both been laid off. Um, they're afraid they're not going to be able to pay their mortgage. And the most tragic part, Dan, is her quote was, I feel like a total failure. Now See, that's how they get you. I feel like a total failure. You're not the failure. This person should say, the Republicans failed us. The bought and paid for government has failed us. And this is a problem. We have a government that answers to the interests of the 1%, not the workers, not the working class, the, the majority. And you can't have a functioning democracy without a functioning working class that is economically vibrant and upwardly mobile. So this fucking guy, he's telling the story, but talk about completely missing the point. It's not that, oh, yeah, you're a failure. Oh, she's so upset that everybody's on a food bank line. That's because you failed them, Chris Christie, and your entire Republican monster show. Fucking, and these people are so stupid. How dare they? You're, how dare they give the Republican monsters an out? It's like the woman who is in an abusive relationship who pines for her abuser. Oh, please, I'll be better. I won't, I won't talk back anymore. Sure, you can do whatever the fuck you want to me. You can fuck my friends. You can steal from me. You can beat me. You can denigrate me and degrade me. 
on in front of all your friends. I'll be better. I'll be good. That's what it's like. Like a battered spouse pining for an abuser. Now, this woman didn't do anything wrong. She did nothing. But she feels like a failure. The, down to the mental health well, addiction. That's the, that's the thing. The Republicans have gaslighted her. And now this fucking Chris Christie is trying to act like he's so, uh, he's, he's, he's so hurt. He feels her pain. The pain that he and the rest of his co-conspirators created. Addiction, domestic violence, oh and suicide um, cost of this, of not letting people go back to work, are going to be... It's not, not letting people go back to work. It is the government that should be paying them to stay home. And of course, the interviewer, Dana Bash, says nothing. How many times? How, how much longer, America? How much longer are we going to take it? Are we going to give these Republicans a pass? I know we want to be nice, and when you're discussing with somebody, you don't want to be an asshole and just call them a douchebag. How much longer? We have given them enough we have treated them with the, the decency and dignity they deserve. They don't deserve it. They have screwed us enough. And going along with the ruse is part of the problem. I listened to this interview. I listened to Chris Christie recall the story of a woman who's, who's saying she feels like a failure. And how, how much he cares that people are killing themselves. What the hell? Then why are you a Republican? Why are you not using whatever access you have to, if you're writing op-eds, write an op-ed and say, why doesn't the goddamn American government do what every other government is doing and pay their workers to stay home so they don't have to stress out? They can just do their job. The job right now is staying home until we get the virus under control. It didn't have to be this way. But 70,000 deaths, that's not enough for them. They want 80,000, 100,000, 200,000, as long as it's not them. And God, I hope, if there is a God, it better be them. Let it be them. Very much, uh, a very, very difficult for the American people to take. And what kind of economy will we have when we come back? So this isn't a choice between, you know, people, I see it all over the different networks saying, well, this is a choice between money and lives. No, it's yeah. not. And no, what it's the not. president needs to do and governors need to do, in my opinion, is we don't let the epidemiologists run the state. If we did, they should be governor. But they're not. The governor has to take in the medical information, oh the economic information, the educational information. And then that governor, he or she has to bring all that together and make the very best decision he can 
oh. or she can, balancing all that information. Fuck so if it's not yeah. a decision between health, uh, how did you put it? Between, between the economy you know, money and, and lives. lives. People say money and lives, and I think that's money a false and lives. choice. So what is it it's a choice a between? Choice? Or is that just a false choice? It's, a, it's, it's just much more gray than that. It's a false choice, Dana, because Why? in the end, you don't want to choose. You don't want to choose either if it means eliminating the other. Because what are those lives going to be worth if people can't go to work, if they can't support their families, if they're going to become homeless? They can only become homeless because the government lets them down. Listen to this fucking Homeless, um, you know, if they, they have to go to food, food? banks. Um yeah, that's because the government has failed them. The kiss-up, kick-down government has failed them. They're not lining up at food banks in England. You don't see that there. They're not doing it in Ireland or Italy. They're only doing it here. How's that? They don't, they're not lining up at food banks in Canada. Why? You tell me. Because the Republicans have failed. They don't want to pay people to stay home like they are doing in every other country that is actively fighting this pandemic and is actively showing love for their people. You don't have to tell somebody you love them. You can show them. Love is an action, Twitler. And this, these bitches, this fucking Chris Christie mother effer, pretending to care, crying about suicide. Pay people. Pay people. Pick up the paychecks. The government. Pick up the, the, the burden of paying people to stay home like they are in every other country. Oh, my God. I really hate them. I don't know if I can... This whole thing... No, that uh, no one from, let's say, early March, early to mid-March on, um, didn't understand that this was going to be a problem. Okay, whatever. Who cares? I just want to remind everybody who Chris Christie is. Um, oh, yeah, he writes... what. Trump must do now to the to risk whatever who cares coronavirus risk I just want to remind you guys hold on let me put that there and Chris Christie let's remember who this liar and this is another thing that of course our crack corporate media as they're describing how much Twitter loves us and how moved they are about when Twitler's tone changes to one of love. Let's remember who um, that the, what they should be doing is informing the American people. Let's see. Like, for instance, Chris Christie is a liar. And in fact, he started his career on a lie. Let me see. I'm trying to find this article. Chris Christie. He he was ordered by a judge to apologize because he was uh, running as the he wanted to be 
Wait, wait, wait. He wanted to be attorney general. Fuck. This is what happens. Please become a patron. So I don't have to do this all the time. But Christine, let me see if I can find the story. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Oh, yeah, here it is. So back in the day when Chris Christie wanted to get his get his big disgusting useless ass into public <laughs> into grifting um on the government dole he he had a primary challenger he was a challenger his rival was also a republican and in 1994, here's an article. Okay, Chris Christie's 1994 ad was too tough and inaccurate for New Jersey. Let's play this video. Beep, 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 beep. Let's see. Of course, I play after ever, this. The world after this. What it is is... Um, he started his career on a lie and has to, he was forced by a judge because he was sued. His primary rival sued him for, for libel and won because that's who Chris Christie, Christie is a liar. And, but the damage was done. So here's a Washington Post article. In 1994, I mean, Chris Christie was a young lawyer running for the county board in suburban Morris County, New Jersey. Before the all-important Republican primary, he released this TV ad. Hi, my name is Chris Christie. I got into this race for Morris County Freeholder for the promise of a better future for my family and yours. A key assertion in that ad, that Christie's incumbent opponents were under investigation by the county prosecutor, wasn't true. Christie won the Republican nomination and a seat on the county's board of freeholders. But the ad soon came back to haunt him. Two of his opponents sued Christie for defamation, and in 1996, in order to settle the lawsuit, Christie had to print an apology in the local paper. I sincerely regret any harm to your professional reputations, he wrote. These advertisements were not appropriate. They should not have been part of my campaign. That controversy, paired with Christie's brash and ambitious demeanor, turned other Republicans in the county against him. In 1997, after just one term, Christie lost in the Republican primary. He later resurrected his career after serving as U.S. Attorney and became New Jersey's governor. But this early campaign was, for Christie, a lesson in the power and the limits of playing political hardball. The limits? You think he learned his lesson? I doubt it. That's who he is. So think about what he did. In order to get his, his foot in the door in political life, he had to take down a fellow Republican who was sitting and squatting in the office he wanted to squat his, his fucking rotund, greedy, grifter ass in. And he lied. He blatantly made up a lie about his opponent and then recorded an ad with his dumb bitch wife looking at him like Mike Pence looks at Twitler with lovingly and adoringly using his family as political props while he's he outwardly lying 
making up a story about somebody, uh, another human being. Shameless. How do you do that? You know what I mean? How do you do that? He knew he was lying. He just made it up. And this is why I can't stand the goddamn corporate media because they never put it in context. They never bring this up. It's like they never bring up George Bush's war crimes that he lied us into an illegal war based on lies that people are dead forever and ever. Amen. They'll never coming out of their graves. They never got to witness uh, a sunrise, a sunset, walk on the beach or paint people's toes like the fucking George Bush gets to do or cut a video that's saying we're in this together like George Bush gets to do. They don't get to do that because they were made dead by George Bush for no reason except his political career. How, 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 how much worse does it get? And there's no accountability for that. And when the corporate media gets on there and they should say, look at this bullshit from this war criminal. This vile, disgusting war criminal is saying that we should all get together and we're in this together. How dare he? He should have the, at least have the shame to shut his sociopath mouth and leave, it at, leave himself out of it. No, the corporate media doesn't do that. They all get together, uh, Democratic and Republican, and they say, oh, look at how wonderful it is, and it really brought a tear to my eye. This is why we're, we're in the state we're in. Liars are running rampant. People get to kill other, uh, not only lie about other, other fellow Americans, they get to kill them needlessly based on lies and go on about their business and now twitler is getting to kill us he's getting to kill us with the coronavirus while the filthy disgusting lying ass republicans get to pretend to care that we're on lines at food banks that their policies made possible if they had it their way i'm sure if I did the research, I, I would find I would find out right now that uh, whatever food bank that lady was online for, you better believe Chris Christie tried to cut the budget or fuck with it somehow. Or some Republican. It's, uh, if it's there from just donations, some Republican tried to fuck with it somehow. You better believe. I would bet my life on it. Like they give a shit. This is the same party they had. Remember Paul Ryan? He went to in the uh, some early morning, banging on the door of a soup kitchen to go uh, wash clean, already clean pots and pans for a photo op. Because we're all a bunch of fucking liars and dupes, you see. And the Republicans, they understand that most people are, most people are human. They respond to empathy, compassion, decency. And Republicans, they try to pretend at times. They mimic and pretend that they're decent and human. But they're not. Nobody decent and human goes and washes already clean pots and pans in a soup kitchen.
It's only only cynical sociopaths do that. You think that Paul Ryan ever went back when the soup kitchen was open to wash pots and pans or to help out? Mm, what do you think? What do you want to bet? Who's taking bets? Like, let's see. In this article, it was 1994, 31-year-old Christie running for the county board in suburban Morris County said his opponent was being investigated by the Morris County prosecutor. Now, that's a lie you would know is a lie. Actually, they weren't, but Christie's inaccurate ad ran more than 400 times on cable TV before the June primary, and he won. And after the fact, he had to make, a, make an apology. Today, Christie is the Garden State Governor. This is an article, of course, that was written in 2014. The 1994 race was New Jersey's introduction to the brash and confident Christie. Fuck him. He's the guy that, oh, he's not brash and confident when he, when he gets on the wrong side of Sheldon Adelson. Then he flies out in the middle of the night to say, oh, I'm sorry, my lord. I'm sorry I misspoke. That's who Christie works for, you see. He doesn't work for you. He never did when he was governor. He's not working for you now. He wants you to die. Oh, he's going to be so sad, though. Trust me. He'll be so sad, but he'll honor you as a hero, and Trump will say how much he loves you. These people are the bane of civilization. They must be relegated to permanent minority status. Or, if they can't be relegated to permanent minority statics because of their gerrymandering and rigging and, and fixing the election and electronic voting machine, mech, uh, all their dirty tricks, then we have to secede. We will have to get the fuck out of here. New York, California, all the blue states. I'm sick of carrying these mother effers on my back, my blue state dollars. Now they're not, you know, nothing can be easy in the United States of serfs and lords, you see, because we have some people that actually want a functioning democratic society and the others who want to fuck with the functioning democratic society so they could steal and ultimately destroy the democratic society. That's what they're doing. That's why you don't reach across the aisle to them. You understand what you do, what what you're up against, and you fight them like you're fighting for your life, because you are. And I'm tired of um, having to share the same air, not just with them, but with all everybody else who's in denial, like that ABC News reporter. Give me a break. He's so moved, you see. Twitler was so... He, he really meant it. Now Twitler's on... Oh, the White House. Let's see what he has to say. 
Where is it? Hmm. Trump is pointing to tests. One of the reasons we have more cases than any other country by far is because we test much more. So if Bullshit. you test, you're going to have more cases. If Bullshit. we tested down here, we wouldn't have very many cases. You know, they like to say we have more cases than anybody. But the fact is, uh, when you look at these numbers, uh, and this is the official count. Now, I can't tell you whether or not other countries are uh, giving us the straight deal, but I can say that I know one thing. It's only going to be on the... He's full of shit. Let's see. We know that's not true. No, I, I could find this. I had this article up, but I can't find it. No, the United States is not testing than every other. That was a big lie that Trump just told. Of course it is. As we know, we tested more than every country combined. Here we go. Right on here. Right on... Uh, where is it? PolitiFact. What does that say? Pants on fire. Of course it is. He's Just keep repeating it, though. Do you think the corporate media will call him out? Or will they talk about how, how touched they were when he said he loved us? How much his tone has changed? Yeah. Responding to weeks of criticism over his administration's COVID-19 response, President Donald Trump claimed at a White House briefing that the United States has surpassed all other countries in testing for the virus. We've tested more than every other country combined, Trump said on April 27th. It was a variation of claims he has made on April 24th, as well as on Twitter and the day after when he said that the United States has tested more than any other country in the world, even more than all major countries combined, the president has made a habit of exaggerating the United States' capacity for COVID-19 diagnostic testing, but the health system has ramped up its testing since its slow start during the first weeks of the American outbreak. So we wanted to check back. How many people have there been, have been tested, and that has... And has the U.S. tested more people than every other country combined? We emailed the White House for comment but never heard back, so we turned to the data. Trump's claim couldn't, didn't stand up to scrutiny. What a surprise. In raw numbers, the United States has tested more people than any other individual country, but nowhere near more than every country combined or... He said in his first tweet, more than all major countries combined, regardless, raw test numbers aren't meaningful, a meaningful metric engaging the nation's coronavirus response. When you factor in population size, which experts say is essential in understanding how well we are doing, the U.S. still falls short. We consulted a few independent estimates, all of which were recommended by global health experts, blah, 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 all of them placed the U.S. total above 5 million tests. The figure ranges between 5.59 and 5.7 million, and it is correct that no other country has run so many diagnostic tests, but that's where the semblance of accuracy ends. 
a White House report on global testing, which sources its numbers from the wor our world and data, notes that the United States has done more testing than the combined totals of Australia, Austria, Canada, France, India, Italy, Japan, Singapore, South Korea, Sweden, and the United Kingdom. But those are hardly all the world's major countries, let alone every country. And to argue the list is exhaustive, is absurd, says experts say, especially since it doesn't include Germany and Spain, which are among the Europe's biggest economies. Additionally, Germany's robust testing strategy has been credited with its low coronavirus death rate, and Russia, also not on the list, is obviously an important player on the world stage. And when you look at European country alone, which, again, is far short of what he claims, Trump's comparison quickly falls short. If we're... Has anybody been tested? Anybody? I don't see any of these tests. They're, no one, they're not testing no more than other countries. Unbelievable. It's not even close. Here's another article. Well, this is a couple weeks old, though. It doesn't matter. I just want to, let's see, what I want to check in with you guys. It's been a long night. We started the show late because of Ecamm fucking us over again. Unable to play any videos. The Ecamm freezing. Ecamm is the recording program I use to do this show. I just checked in my email to see if they responded. To my letter, of course not. I sent them a letter. Let me see what I wrote. I was mad when I wrote it. Oh no, it was on. I can't see what the, I wrote because it was on their page. I said you have wrecked my show again. In the middle of something like that. In the middle, of, it happened before. In the middle of the show, trying to play a video freezes the ecam. I have no idea why. So let me see what else I wanted to talk about. There were many things. We all know. I, oh, yeah. Well, let me check in with you guys. I hope uh, you, you guys are great, by the way. I have to say, you're the reason I was going to, um, you know, you're the reason I do the show, frankly. After the show crapped out, uh, something in my brain screamed, just go to bed. Don't. Don't even bother with this shit. And then I thought, no, there are people waiting. They want a show. Maybe they like a show. Maybe they want to connect. You know what I mean? I couldn't let you down. So I want to thank you <clears throat> for putting up with it, putting up with this bullshit. The bu the bullshit, shitty show. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it'll get better. All I can say is keep those patrons coming. Keep the super chats coming. Tell your friends. If you like, I don't know. Maybe, the, maybe it's not worth it. I have no idea. Sometimes I'm like, why bother? Why am I bothering? Is this even mattering? I have no idea. You know what I mean? I get very overwhelmed. It feels daunting. And then, of course, my whole goal 
is to do the show on a daily basis. And that's what I believe. It's because I believe in what we're doing here. I do. But I also believe it's necessary. You can't, you can't, you have to, you have to do this full time. It has to be a, a commitment, but it's not, I'm unable to do it like that. I can only do what I can do because of the fact that we don't, we're not bright. This isn't Breitbart. The Breitbart, you know, Andrew Breitbart, who is now burning in hell as we know his his whole he 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 sucked all all you have to do is be the mouthpiece of the oligarchy you understand and then you get funding you get benefactors being a left wing talk show we only have each other we are in it together and it takes time to build. So, and honestly, we need to build it. We need to build a real progressive media. It has to be large enough and it needs a larger platform to get the word out. Th- that we're, I mean, the progressive values, policies that built the middle class. What? My super chat isn't working. I have no idea. No, it's working. It is working. Anyway. And I don't know. That's how it, that's why I I explain it all the time. Because you never know who's just coming in anyway. But that's why the fascists took over the media. This is why. They understand. They need to have, they need the platforms of communication. That's why we have so many dum-dums screaming in the faces of people trying to protect the elected representatives. The irony is that those elected representatives were popularly elected, unlike Twitler, who received fewer votes. So, one other thing I wanted to say was, shoot, many things. And also, the other thing besides, before I get into it, it's, we need the liberal media because they're getting gaslit. You understand? When you have Jared Kushner, this trust-funded mother effer, all of these, these, um, you know, the the new American aristocracy. That's why the founders overthrew the intergenerational aristocracy. They were tired of putting up with the undeserving brats of undeserving monarchs who had ruled Europe for centuries. If this was another time, we would be calling Jared Kushner, my lord. But there's really not much difference between him, except that we don't have to call him my lord. But the same bullshit, he bought his way into Harvard. Well, his daddy did. It cost about $2 million 
everything Jared Kushner has touched failed. Just like, uh, I mean, Ivanka really did marry her daddy. All of these assholes, they are the worst people. They're not innovative. They're not coming up with anything worthy. They suck. Everything they touch sucks. Meanwhile, there are decent, normal, uh, there are people who are, who are um, worthy that can't get a fucking break because of the broken-ass system. And that's not conducive to, you know, uh, a great country. It's supposed to be great because you're supposed to be able to go as far as your abilities take you. And even if you don't have those great abilities, you're not a, a scientist, you're not a uh, whatever, an entrepreneur, so what? You're still v- valuable. You still have value. You still matter. You're If you push a broom across the floor, you fucking matter. And you should be paid a living wage. And you should be able to take a goddamn vacation and retire in security, have sick days when you're sick, to care for your loved ones if they're sick. And be able to retire after a lifetime of pushing that fucking broom across the floor. It all matters. You shouldn't have to have a side hustle and a second job and a fucking blah, blah, blah. That's not the American dream. And the fact that this is the way it is right now, where the middle class is now below 50% of the population. That's why when I see that goddamn commercial of applause... I, I want to scream. Keep your applause. Oh, thank you. And then Joe Biden, actually, the other day. Well, I think it might have been today. Every day feels like a week. So he, on his Twitter feed, so annoying, though. He tweeted out. It's so, it's so annoying to me. Pandering. Oh, Thank you. Okay, yeah, that was today, 12 hours ago. Thank you all on his on Joe Biden's Twitter feed. Thank you to all the firefighters, paramedics, police officers, doctors, nurses, medical support staff, grocery and retail workers, meat packers, delivery drivers, transit workers, and everyone else on the front lines of this fight. You are truly the heart and soul of this country. Well, why don't you? Why don't you pay people? Why are the uh, why is it that the American people are the only people in all of the in, in uh, all of the developed world that don't have guaranteed sick leave, that don't have guaranteed fucking health care? You know those transit drivers, those transit workers, those delivery drivers—they don't. If they don't drive, they don't get paid. How come they can't take a sick day? How come they can't get health care? Oh. Retire on this. We. It makes me want to vomit. It's pandering. And it's patronizing. Oh, the sound effects work on the ecam. 
Nothing else works. You are truly the heart and soul of this country. Of course, meat packers. Why meat packers? Supporting the factory farm business, which is disgusting business that you know devalues life uh, harms animals harms the environment uh, all of this I, honestly I, it, that's why i wish i was somebody you know i gotta tell you a story <laughs> one time i'll just tell you a little story one time i was i was working at a little old place called court tv And they had an anniversary party. It was the 10-year anniversary of Court TV. So they had they, they had a big um, gathering down at, I don't know, South Street C4 or somewhere. I can't remember exactly. And they took us down there in double-decker buses. And I never had been at the top of a double-decker bus. I never, I never done did that. So a friend of mine came and she met me there and we, I was like, oh, let's ride on the top of the double decker bus. And we're riding downtown and I was like, oh, this is nice on the, uh, on the double decker bus. And then we get to a red light. And as we get to this red light, a troop of developmentally disabled, let's say, Boy Scouts rounds the corner and they see the double-decker bus and they fucking lose their minds. They lose it. They're like, oh, it was the most, the light just lit up in their eyes and they ran over and they were like waving at us at the top. Hi, hi. And I remember looking down on them and waving. I was like, hi. You lucky bastards. And my friend was like, what do you mean lucky? And I was like, look at them. They're so lucky. They're happy. They don't have to think about this shit. And when they turn the corner, they see a double-decker bus and they lose their shit. They, they're just happy. And they go home and they sleep peacefully and they're happy. And they wear their Boy Scout uniforms and they're... I don't know. They probably have better love lives than I do. And they're goddamn happy. Meanwhile, I'm thinking about all this shit. I mean, this was years ago. But it's it's unbelievable. I cannot just see this Joe Biden tweet and say, isn't that lovely? He's thanking the firefighters, paramedics, police officers, doctors, nurses, medical support staff, grocery and retail workers, meat packers, delivery drivers, transit workers, and everyone else on the front lines. Isn't that nice? I say, I look at that and I see the entire matrix. And it annoys the fuck out of me. I say, what do you mean thank you to all? I see Joe Biden on the floor of the Senate saying, when I meant cut Social Security, I was talking about all of it. Freezing the budget, freezing. I see him on Tim Russert saying he had a pact 
with Bob Dole that they, they were going to put themselves, put, if we put one foot on this boat, the boat that they were going to sink or swim in was the boat of trying to privatize Social Security and Medicare. You know, cut it or whatever the hell, freeze it. We're, we're in this bl- you know, rich, white, powerful men making a blood oath together to stick, and, stick together through thick and thin to rob the elderly of their health care. And I see that, I, I look at this tweet and I, re, I am instantly reminded as I am all the time. It is the ever ever arching theme of everything that I do that the American middle class is below 50% of the population, that one third of the American people can't retire, that the majority of Americans live check to check and Thousands die needlessly for lack of health care and millions go bankrupt every year. All of that. I see that I, when I look at this tweet and, I, and it says, thank you. And it makes me want to vomit. That I'm, am I alone here? Can I, am I the only one that is as outraged by this pandering? By this patronizing, the patronizing platitudes of plutocracy. Am I the only one who's outraged and screaming? How much longer are we going to take it? Honestly. It makes me, um, it infuriates me. Because it should all, it's all connected. Of course it is. And that also to thank the meat packers. What do you mean meat packers? He's just thanking the meat packers because, you know, they're in the news right now. That whole industry is abhorrent from the way it treats the animals to the way it treats the earth to the way it treats the workers. And it's not a necessary evil. It's just a greed-centered evil. It doesn't have to be that way. We just choose to allow it to continue because there are some people, the government, the bought and paid for, so-called representatives are getting paid. And there are some few fuckers at the top that are getting rich off the blood. Blood-soaked blood of the animals, blood of the workers, the blood and the death of the workers, the disease mills. You know, the, where this goddamn coronavirus comes from, regardless, I know Twitler's out there trying to make it, oh, the Chinese made it in a lab. No, it was made like other viruses have been made. It jumped from animal to people in one of these filthy, disgusting slaughter markets. And if that doesn't say that the human race needs to stop fucking with meat, I don't know what does. Leave the goddamn animals alone. But anyway, that's all I, I think of. Maybe that's why I'm, uh, I'm so uh, 
my blood pressure is so high. I can't just see a tweet. I know that many people see this tweet and they say, oh, isn't that nice? But I go into the matrix and I, I see it all connected from the, from the fucking primordial ooze until today. And then I wonder, and I try to project myself into the future, and I, I wonder if we make it or not. I don't know. Not with this kind of consciousness. Not, not with the unconsciousness. Uh-uh. I don't know. Maybe I'm overthinking it. <laughs> right? Talk about overthinking it. No, I think some people are underthinking it. And that's the problem, because it is all connected. That's why we have war criminals on TV going, you know what, we're all in this together. Really? Because I didn't see you in it together when you sent people to die for your lies. Because they're in their cold, early graves, and you're still walking around. Th- that's not, you're not together. That's not together. Oh, boy. So, then there was another mother effer. Well, here's a, well, uh, before I get to that guy. As I was saying, a quarter of all UK workers are paid to stay home on the government. Well, it says scheme, but that's just another word for government plan. Offices, train stations, pubs. This is from Al Jazeera. Offices, train stations, pubs, restaurants, leisure centers are all deserted. More than 6 million workers in the United Kingdom are being paid by the government to stay home. Number of amounts to approximately a quarter of the nation's private sector employees are now on the government's furlough scheme, with 800,000 employees claiming a total of, so far, £8 billion from the state coffers to pay them. You see what I'm saying? From the state coffers to pay them. The UK's daily toll announced on Monday showed a rise in only 288 deaths. Not like here, which are well, well higher than that. For a total of 28,734 as compared to our 70,000, second only within Europe to Italy. The coronavirus job retention scheme is central to the efforts to stop mass layoffs of workers during the forced shutdown. Yeah, motherfuckers, that's how they do it in other countries. The government is paying them to stay home, so there are no layoffs. The state pays 80% of the workers' wages. The program is currently set up to run until the end of June, but Chancellor of the Exchequer said on Monday that there would be no cliff edge. So they will adjust that. I'm working as we speak to figure out the most effective way to wind down the scheme and ease people back to work in a measured way. But as some scenarios have suggested, we 
are potentially spending as much on the furlough scheme as we do on the national health system. The scheme has been forecast to cost about 39 billion pounds, assuming that 30% of the nation's employees are enrolled, the UK's official budget forecasters have said. The furlough figures were revealed as pensions. Minister Theresa Coffey announced that the number of welfare claims had risen to six times of the pre-coronavirus levels, with 1.8 million for universal credit submitted between March and the end of April. You see, in England, you can get on the dole. You don't have to. There's not like here with our shitty social safety net. There's no end date. So you just get on the dole. And some, you know, um, there are some people that are lazy and don't want to work, whatever. Some of the, they're mentally ill. Most people want to work. But the fact is, as we say, you put, those are, those are the outliers. You don't form a system around those outliers because some people abuse it and maybe they don't deserve it. According to you, most people want to work. Unless you think that the American people are just a bunch of lazy fuckers. And that's what they do. You see what I'm saying? They do think that. And hence, what I say. What did I say earlier? They hate you. Republicans, conservatives hate the American people. They have no respect for you. They think if you could, you'd get around, you'd be laying out in the social safety net hammock. But you know that's bullshit. They want to lay in the social safety net hammock, you see? They want to go play golf and kiss each other's fat asses on a golf course and smoke cigars and fuck hookers before they go home and fuck their baby mamas or not, you know. Or have their have their wives make them some uh, breakfast or whatever the fuck. They don't want... They, they just don't want you to think you have any options. They need you nice and malleable. Because they do hate you. They hate the working class. And there's nothing more that they hate more but... An uppity working class, you see? An up, uh, a working class that has value, that values itself, that understands. The working class that has a clue, they hate that even more. You see Chris Christie crying about somebody on, uh, or crocodile tearing about someone on a food bank line saying, I failed. I'd, I'd really like to f find this person if this is a bullshit story anyway. I failed. That's what they want you to say. I failed you, my lord. I should be out there in the field toiling. I know I get my reward in heaven, my lord. Isn't it ironic that this, the English, who have a king and a queen, right? Well, they don't have a king, but you know what I mean. They, they've had kings and now have a queen, they have barons and dukes and lords and an intergenerational aristocracy. This country, that, that country understands. They know. 
They know the rules of the game. They know the gig is being played against them. Not here in the dumb, dumb United States of serfs and lords. We, we think, oh, a meritocracy. Good luck with that. Good luck with the meritocracy because here in the United States of serfs and lords, if you're born poor, you are more likely to remain poor than in England. It wasn't that way 40 years ago. That's because we used to have a new deal that had we had a 35% unionization. The working class wasn't as dumb yet. We hadn't been hit with Reaganomics yet. And the 40 years of propaganda from right-wing corporate media. So... And that's why I say become a patron of this show. And, or if you don't like this show, do another liberal media show. Just make it something that tells you the goddamn truth. Of course, I want you to do this show. So I can get a real goddamn program that I can play videos on. Instead of the fucking e-cam. Oh, boy. Let's see. Yeah. Anyway. There you go. That's England for you. Paying people to stay home. What a novel idea. And you don't see them out in the streets you screaming and yelling and crying on food bank lines, do you? You haven't seen any of those the, the footage on the internet. On the internet... All I see when I, I see other people from other countries, I, I see their comments and they say things like, what's wrong with them? What's wrong with the American people? Are they just stupid? Were they born stupid? Or were they made stupid? That's a comment I saw. It makes you want to weep. But anyway, I do want to weep most days. Maybe that's that's what anger is. Anger is, well, that's what depression is. Depression is anger turned inwards. I learned this in therapy, many years of therapy. And that's why the best remedy for depression is action. Depression you know, when you're angry and you don't take any action, then you get really depressed because you feel defeated. But even if you're taking some what, some little action, it helps. That's why this show helps. I encourage everyone to get together. It helps me. It helps you. And we uh, move forward together. And it does matter as we speak. And get the word out. And we talk about, it's not just how much Twitler sucks. We talk about the Democrats. But it, putting it all together, the bigger picture, and reclaiming the mantle of patriotism, that's another thing. Tomorrow night, AOC is having some kind of town hall with her constituents here in Queens and in, in the Bronx which I am a part of, I got an invitation. I'm going to try to go, and I'm going to try to 
get online and ask a question. And really, I wanted to propose to her again. Well, propose marriage, but I don't think she would accept. But um, she's, you know, I think she's, I don't know if she has a partner. It doesn't matter. Uh, anyway, so, uh, but I would like to tell her, and this is what I suggest for you guys when you go and you see your representatives, that you um, encourage them to to reframe the debate. Uh, it's not, uh, for instance, Medicare for all. It is not just a nice idea. It's not just a economically feasible idea or a economically or a moral idea. It is a patriotic imperative. That's how you have to frame it. It's for democracy, just like leaving no one behind. That's for democracy, leaving no one behind in ignorance, leaving no one behind without a living wage. That is to safeguard democracy because you can't have concentrated wealth and you can't have you can't have a democracy without a economically vibrant working class that's how we have to frame it and frame it like that and conservatives some conservatives let's say right-leaning independents who aren't trump anzies they they'll be able to hear it that way i believe you have to frame it as a patriotic imperative as it is that's the one thing that would drive me insane with Bernie. He would uh, always talk about the Im immorality. And yeah, of course, it's immoral. And But they don't care. They don't care. How many people die? But you have to frame it as we cannot have a functioning working class without or a functioning democracy with with a... Um, middle class that's below 50% of the population and you can't have a functioning civilization when you're leaving people behind. It's not just a nice thing to do. It's also economically, um, it's the, a more a, um, financially sound way to move forward, but you, ha you can't leave people behind. Anyway, it has to be framed as a patriotic imperative to save the country from oligarchy. That's how you got it. It's we're not. It's not just a frame. It is the fact. Anyway, the one other thing I wanted to talk about is this dumb fucker Nino Vitale, who says he won't wear a mask, and he doesn't want other others to wear one because. The face is the image and likeness of God. Another one of these right-wing freaks. Um, so a Republican state lawmaker, this is from the Huffington Post, in Ohio, says he won't wear a mask during the coronavirus pandemic because it covers the face, which is the likeness of God. Yes, his fucking face is the likeness of God. And there you go. Yet again, these 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 fake ass Republican Christians, these phony fuckers, how arrogant. He knows what God looks like. You notice how God is always just a giant 
asshole version of their own asshole selves. Nino Vitale, who serves in the state's House of Representatives, says he's not planning to follow guidance from Governor Mike DeWine, who first tried to order that masks be worn as the state reopens, but later softened that to a recommendation. Well, I guess a lot more dumb fuckers have to die, and I hope they do. Honestly, I really hope they do. Just normal people, please take your precautions. Don't touch your face. Wear your masks. Stay away from these fuckers. Let them die. Let them. They need to. They will. That's the best thing they can do for their country. DeWine said he revised, he reversed himself because too many people found an order requiring masks to be offensive. And there you go. Another panderer, Governor Mike DeWine, said Sunday that his order requiring state residents to wear face masks went too far. Well, you know what? You don't pander to Nazis and morons. DeWine announced on April 27th that face masks must be worn in stores, but after some Ohio Ohioans found the order offensive, he reversed himself the next day. You know what? They deserve what they get. If he has to reverse himself, instead of standing his ground, what are you reversing yourself? You're trying to, you're doing more harm that way. These people are out of control. There was literally someone, where was this? Now that I'm saying this, I saw something that was so unbelievable. Family, uh, three people are charged in killing of a family dollar security guard over the mask policy. A family dollar store security guard who was killed in Flint, Michigan on Friday was shot after telling a customer that her child had to wear a face mask to enter the store. An argument began with the security guard, Calvin Munnerlin, 43, told Shamar Lashie, whatever, Teague, 45, that customers needed to wear face masks in the store. Janice County Prosecutor David Layton said at a news conference on Monday she yelled at him, spit on him, and drove off. Layton said about 20 minutes later, her car returned to the store and her husband, Larry Edward Teague, 44, and son, Ramonia Trayvon Bishop, 23, stepped out and confronted Munnerlin, according to investigators, who spoke to witnesses in the store and reviewed the surveillance video. Bishop pulled out a gun and shot Munnerlin in the head. Can you fucking believe what these Republicans have wrought? They did this to us. That some bitch spits on a security guard for saying, please wear your mask in the store? In a pandemic, only in America, nowhere else on earth is this happening. It's not happening in Italy. It's not happening in England or Canada. 
or New Zealand, Australia, Germany, Italy, only here in this shit show. And this poor guy has to die in a family dollar for telling some dumb bitch to put on a face mask in a pandemic? And, so, and this dumb bitch is so mad she spits on him, goes home and gets her, her, her husband and their child who goes back to shoot the guy. In the fucking armed madhouse. The shooting is the latest blow in the the ensuing battle between government mandates that encourage or require face masks in public spaces to prevent the spread of the novel coronavirus and people who resist the guidelines only because the fucking dumb orange pig in the White House, no offense to pigs, is... Encouraging such behavior. These Republicans hate this country. Are you getting it yet? They did this to us. They tore this country apart. I don't want to hear you fucking Democrats talk about reaching across the aisle and working with these fuckers. You need to stop money in, the, in politics. Get money out of politics Stop pretending that Republicans have anything to offer a country. Stop pandering. Stop pretending that they have any, any interest in having a functioning democracy. They're trying to take us all down. They want the lords and the barons. Of course they do. That's when they get to, it doesn't matter how, how uh, good they are at anything. They just get to be on the top of the heap. And we get to know our places. These motherfuckers. So, Vitaly... Getting back to this dumb fucker, um, appeared to be among the offended. He wrote on Facebook, "This is the greatest nation on." Or here's another. Here's what I wanted to talk about. Yeah, this is the greatest nation on earth, founded on Judeo-Christian principles. One of those principles is that we are all created in the image and likeness of God. That image is seen the most by our face. I will not wear a mask. Oh, my God. Grandma, why? Why did you have to come to this country? Why? I want you to visit me in the night, Grandma. And tell me. I want you to explain yourself. First of all, we are not the greatest nation on earth. That that sad, sad statement is comical at this point. And it's really pathetic. What makes you great? What are, what are we great at? We, we have the greatest number of coronavirus cases... Sure. 
We have the greatest number of death by coronavirus. We have the greatest number of food bank lines during the coronavirus. The greatest number of suicides during the coronavirus. We have the greatest number of people who die needlessly without health care. We have the greatest number of people on GoFundMe begging for health care. In fact, we have, we've cornered the market on that. We have the greatest number of working class people who can't retire or live check to check. We have the greatest number of morons. We have the most ridiculous system of government where those who receive fewer votes get to rule like they have a fucking mandate. And we have a corporate media apparatus of morons that enable it, that prop it up, that, that bestow legitimacy on it. By proclaiming it um, sincere when it says it loves us. And we're not founded on Judeo-Christian values. Here's another thing. And of course, they're just allowed to repeat those bullshit lies. We're not founded on Judeo-Christian values. This country was founded on liberal age of enlightenment values that had a strict separation between church and state. The liberal enlightenment thinkers who said, we don't need an aristocracy, we don't need a king, and we don't need a church interfering with our lives, propping up the intergenerational aristocracy and king telling us we can't rebel against those entrenched betters because it offends God. So, no, we weren't founded on Judeo-Christian values. And let me ask you, what do you th- what Judeo values? They only say Judeo. They include Judeo when they say Judeo-Christian values because they're trying to sound like they're inclusive. But he's a fascist. We weren't founded on um, Judeo-Christian values. The, the founders didn't escape an intergenerational aristocracy and a king that was propped up by entrenched religious authority that intertwined with the state. They didn't escape that system just to create one here. That's why they, they wouldn't declare themselves Christians. They were deists. They, uh, they didn't have God. They didn't mandate a religion. They said, oh, uh, yeah, um, all endowed by their creator. Okay. But that doesn't mean that this is a Christian nation. We were founded by... By progressives. Yeah, they were students of their own time as well. But, you know, one of those progressives, Thomas Jefferson, actually rewrote the Bible. Took all the miracles out of it. And he also said, let me see, now that I'm thinking of it. 
And a day will come when the mystical generation of Jesus by the supreme being as his father in the womb of a virgin will be classed with the fable of the generation of Minerva and the brain of Jupiter. That's your Judeo-Christian Thomas Jefferson who wrote the goddamn Declaration of Independence talking about, yeah, one day we're going to be free of this shit and we're going to look back on the story of Jesus Christ as born by a virgin as we look at the story of Jupiter or of Minerva being birthed out of the head of Jupiter. (sighs) Not quick enough, unfortunately. I will not wear a mask. Well, get the coronavirus, please, Nino Vitale, please. God, if you exist, give Nino Vitale the coronavirus, please. My mother was a nun. Don't I have some uh, clout with you? He also posted a video in which he says humans are created in the image of likeness in God, likeness of God. When we think of the image, wait, 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 hold on. I'm not reading this correctly. When we think of image, do we think of a chest or our legs or our arms? Wow, this is some deep thinking we got going on. We think of the face. All right, Tara Jr., come back. You mad at me yet? Because I yelled at you? All right. You see? He forgives me. Do we think of the chest or arms or our, li- or our legs? We think of the face. I don't want to cover people's faces, Jim. That's the image of God. <laughs> Well, then go breathe the fucking coronavirus air. Go. Lick. Lick the corpses. Jesus will save you. And I want to see it in my brothers and sisters. Yeah, those brothers and sisters you're sending to die. Those brothers and sisters you could give a shit about. Who you are endangering with your ignorance. Vitaly, who lives in Urbana, also urged communities to ignore Dr. Amy Acton, the state public health director, and reopen, dismissing precautions about the virus as fear and propaganda and insisting that COVID-19 is more like the flu. It is not like the flu, according to public health records. Ohio has more than 20,000 infections and over 1,000 deaths from the pandemic. Well, let's hope it's 1,001 soon enough. Hey, it's like the flu. It's not like the flu. People who have had it said they are in so much pain that they hoped that they would die because it was so painful. That's why people are dying. It is not like the flu. Anyway, what do I know? I hope I don't have to know firsthand. 
But this is what we're up against. And honestly, I wonder if we're if we we're too late. All right, guys. I want to thank you. Uh, yeah, thanks for hanging out. I'm sorry I missed your super chats. I know that there were some in there. Let me see. Let's see if they were tweeted. I'm sorry for all the breaks. I'm sorry that the show broke down initially. And it froze. Oh, thank you, Shannon, for your super chat. And another Shannon super chat. And thank you, Jim, of course, for your super chat. Who else? Sometimes it's the super... I know there were more in there. It doesn't always tweet out for some reason. Hmm. All right, guys. We'll do this again, hopefully on Thursday. I'm going to try to do it again. I will try. It's You never know what's going to happen between then and now and then, though. God help us. Really. Unbelievable. This world. Please become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. Please tell your friends about the show. And if you have any ideas about what's a good program to use to do the show with right now we're using ecam it's not working out too well i would like it's it's not not a program that lives online you know what i mean like a program that i can download that i could connect to the restream and that can play videos, that can play audio, you know what I mean? That has the ability to um, have a production that we could take Skype calls, right? That all has to happen. Holy moly, it's almost midnight. You guys are amazing. And yeah, I'm glad that we all hang out. Thank you for bringing my my blood pressure down a little bit. A little bit. Um, but we have a long, long way to go. And we we need each other. So that's why I encourage you to support the show and keep it going. If you want the show to be a daily show, you... Um, can share the show with your friends. You can give us a good review on iTunes. That helps. You can, if you're in another chat room for another show, if you're cheating on me with another show, you can say, hey, if you like this show, you will like Terror Buster. And here's a link. Come join us on Saturday evenings if you're around. I know you do. Thank you, Greg, for all that you do. I'm putting the Discord link in the chat. You can come and join our Discord page, our Discord community. You can post and hang out during the week in between shows. Post links, post blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? Pictures of your pets. 
stuff like that. And yeah, in the meantime, get some rest. We need rest. I feel like I need rest. I need unconsciousness. I don't know about rest. I hope I don't see any Republicans in my dreams because it's not going to be pretty if I do. And this is Tara Jr. Jr. He's a good boy. My name is Tara Devil, and thank you for hanging out. And for all that you do, we will win. And, you know, we stick together. We win. In the meantime, I will probably see you on Thursday. So stay safe, stay together, become a patron, and I will see you very soon.